One of the great postseason pitches of all time. Not a bad golfer either. Uh, John, welcome. How are you doing? Good to I'm see you. I'm doing good. Thank you. All right. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, the Yanks have owned the Twins year after year. The, the Twins have never been an issue for them. But this is a little different than the Minnesota team. They've got a lot longer lineup. Question is how well both bullpens pitch against all this power when the teams played in the season hit 20 home runs in three games. I mean, we know both lineups stacked with home run hitters. Do you how do you, what do you expect from the pitches attacking these lineups? Well, the biggest thing is in come postseason, obviously you pitch a little differently. So regular season, you take more chances. You're going to give up more home runs. There's going to be home runs, but not at the rate we saw these two Go teams. Go with that. Right. You're a great postseason pitcher. How do you pitch differently in the postseason? So the, you're never guaranteed another start. So you you're, you're should be the longest game you've ever pitched mentally. You don't take any chances 3-1. What I basically did was I looked at a lineup and I said who was aggressive, who wasn't. I don't mind giving up a solo home run. I'm not giving up a two- or three-run homer. I'm going to pitch to the guys that I want to get out and avoid the guys if the count doesn't go in my favor that I know can do damage. So aggressively, if a guy was aggressive, I was throwing a slider more than likely on a 2-0 or 0-1-0 count. I was never going to just give back into the count with a fastball. And I think you pitch that way, you find yourself feeding off the aggressiveness of the other hitters. Now, of course, at home it's a little different than on the road. And I basically, you know, would make a living on guys that did not want to pass the baton on and take a walk. If you don't want to take a walk, you're in trouble in the postseason. If you're willing to take a walk and pass it on to the next guy, you, can't, you, you really can't afford a team of heroes come postseason time. You know, it's interesting. Um, having done this for so many years now uh, and have watched all these teams do well in the postseason, badly in the postseason, seen great postseason play from the Yankees, seen terrible. Um, Certain guys just really good in the postseason. Yep. I always ask them why. I asked Bernie why, and Bernie was great. Better than he was in a regular season. I always said, he said, you know what? I was able to slow things down. Yeah. You were a great postseason pitcher. You were better than your counterparts. You were better than Maddox. You were better than Glavin. Why were you better in the postseason? Biggest thing was I wanted to be there, and I was able to slow it. My heartbeat down. I didn't over. So you were able yeah. to slow it down. That's a key to being a good postseason player Absolutely. is to slow the moment down. The did you, bigger did the you moment. say to yourself on the mound, relax? No, I played it out as a kid my whole life. Like I was in, I wanted to be in every big game you could imagine, and I, I, I trusted myself in those big games. And I liken it to this. Did you it, relish the big game? Oh, my gosh, I, I love it. I mean, were it. you excited about it? Like, Schilling always told me, man, I can't wait to get to the yeah. big game. Uh, first of all, every big game I ever pitched, I took a nap before. So really? I was really relaxed. That's funny. Bernie used to do the same thing. It's funny. And you guys could relax then. That's yeah. the key. Other guys get nervous. Exactly. And when you get nervous, you get a little anxious. And when you get anxious, you get a little more aggressive. And you start doing things you normally wouldn't do. And when I think of the regular season, I, 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 I basically explain it like this. If I faced you... Three and one count, I'm going to throw you a fastball 90% of the time. If I give up a home run, I tried to win every postseason, a regular season game, but I also wanted to survive the regular season. So I didn't have any extra adrenaline. I didn't throw any harder. But come postseason, all of that's magnified. So if you can temper your adrenaline and you can fine-tune your, your, your concentration to a level where if I pitched 15 regular season games like I did a postseason game, I'd be done. Did you... The Yankees chose Paxton over Tanaka because he pitched better down the stretch. We saw the A's the other night. The kid hadn't, had been the best pitcher in baseball down the stretch. He got tattooed as soon as he went in the postseason game. To me, it's a new season. It is. It, it, it is a new season. Guy, 
right now the Yankees aren't trusting Didi. They dropped him in the lineup. He's been a very good postseason hitter. I expect him to do that tonight. Let's see if he does because he's been terrible of late, but he, they dropped him down to eight. He's been a very good postseason hitter for them. We'll see if he is. I think I noticed that, that postseason hitters who are good are good every year. Guys who perform, perform every year. I noticed that with the great Yankee teams in the 90s. You know, with your teams. Same guys who were dangerous, were dangerous every time. That shows up. You were able to do that. Did you prepare differently before a postseason game, too? I, I did, yeah. I, I um, Again, when I looked at the game, it was like a chess match, and I looked at, 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 at the lineup and, and who I was facing because, let's face it, when you do a regular season, you don't, you don't get interviewed unless you either do something really bad or, or great. Or great. Right. And in the, in the postseason, you're getting interviewed before you even do something. So you're being prodded to think about something whether you want to or not because the attention to detail is so much greater. Regular season game, you have your – no one talks to you for four days. They don't come up to you in the fourth day and go, are you getting ready – you know, how are you right. getting ready for your start? Postseason, you do press conference. It's talked about. you got the, all this thing leading up. So it really is the guys that can separate the difference between the mind games you have to deal with and talk about openly. And then preparation-wise, I literally could not wait for that game because I had a, a, a game plan I was going to execute, and I was going to make them adjust to me. Paxton's been great down the stretch. He's won his last 10. He's 6-0 with a 1-6. The, the numbers are great. He's never been in the postseason before. Right. What would be your recommendation to a guy like that who's never been in the postseason before, had a hot September? What would you tell him? Uh, the, the thing I would tell him if it was my teammates, no big deal. I would, I would say opposite of what I'm saying. Say another game. Just go out and dominate. They got to they face you. See, so many times we focus on the extra attention to home run hitters, the years they're having. You've got to reverse it, and you've got to tell yourself they got to beat me. Like, I'm the toughest dude on the mound. There's no chance we're going to lose tonight. That's what I would tell him by pumping him up to get him in a position to continue to do what he's doing. He's got an unbelievable arm. And what we'll find out is if that slow heartbeat continues for him in this high um, attention at home start because he is a kind of a laid-back guy that doesn't seem to be bothered by much. He con kind of conquered that first inning. The first inning thing was... Probably a little it's been a big deal. Yeah, been a big deal. But, but that is for a lot of pitchers. A lot of pitchers, yeah. once they get through the first inning, especially good pitchers, they're usually very good. They usually blow up in the first inning if they're going to blow up. And, so he, I, and Paxton's I, I, been a first inning I guy. I try to simplify it this way. Never give my manager an extra reason to get somebody up. Right. Fake it if I don't got it. I mean, don't let him see my facial features or my body language to think that he's got reason for concern. And then, obviously, don't get into many big rallies. Like, I simplified the postseason as in, in the degree that get the first guy out every time. Because a, the, out one. every time a guy gets on base in the postseason, watch tonight, it's a rally. The crowd goes crazy. They would never do that in the regular season. All of a sudden, the whole atmosphere changes. You give up a walk in the regular season, so what? You're right. a pitch away from a double play. You walk somebody tonight, and the crowd goes crazy. Uh, uh, everything goes. So it, that's the, it's that's intense from pitch one. On the road, my, simp my simple approach was keep the crowd to a dull roar. Because if you're keeping them to a dull roar, that means nothing really big's happening. And I had to do that in Minnesota, which right. was the loudest place in America. One of the great games of game all time. Seven. So you kind of play a, a little bit of a game with yourself. And you have to methodically kind of think your way through it. Because if you don't, you're going to get shocked and, and, uh, and you will be unprepared by moments you go, why is everyone going crazy? What, you know, the intensity. Uh, next thing I know, I'm throwing 99 upstairs. So the thing I'm going to look for early is does he have his touch pitch? If he's got his touch pitch, that means he's in control of his emotions. How about Minnesota? First of all, does this team 
they've heard, oh, Minnesota never beats the Yankees. They won 101 games this year. They yeah. shouldn't be backing down to anybody. They have a big lineup. They had a ton of home runs. First of all, before I get to Berrios, how about their lineup? They come here. Will they? Can they be themselves? You think, or is it going to be hard? So. They have a, a way different approach of hitting home runs than most teams. They don't strike out a lot. They have a unique lineup, and I'm telling you what, I've been looking of all the series that I could handpick. This is the one I wanted to do. I really can't wait to watch these two teams with the way that they went about their regular seasons, battle it out in a postseason. It is going to be a series of a bullpen. We all know that. Right. That's kind of baseball. But it's going to be who can make more contact in crucial situations. Right now, that's what most people don't know about the Minnesota Twins. They make better contact than the Yankees. They do make yes. better contact. And they're a, they have a good blend of a team that brought in some veterans with the young players who have played their way up. Sano's a different player in the second half. Kepler's a different player now. They have two unique hitters that make 93% contact, which is unheard of today. So this is really going to be a great series. I think people are going to be surprised when this series is over to see how tightly contested it is. How about Berrios dealing with this team? You're facing the Yankees, the big yeah. Yankees in a park where if you hit the ball in the air in the right field, you know what happens. The ball's gone. Exactly. If you hit a righty or lefty, the ball's in the air, right, file, right, right, right center, the ball's going out of the ballpark. We all know that, okay? You've got to keep the ball out of that park, part yep. of the park in the air. Do you pitch to the park? You have to. And what I, you know, again, you know, he's had some tough experiences here. Right. Uh, you would think that would help him if he's able to make those necessary adjustments knowing, I always say, you never know what you don't know until you get in a position. Like the first time I played in the U.S. Senior Open, I couldn't breathe right. Like I'm like, what, what's, it's just golf. Like what am I, and now the next time if I get in that situation, I'll learn. Same thing with pitching. When you, if you don't take self-notes of what you just went through and you let it get to you, then you'll keep repeating it. And I think for what do you think they're telling him tonight? How to get through the first inning, Berrios? I think the biggest thing that I, if if I were them, I'd say a solo home run's not that big a deal. Don't don't worry about the solos. Don't give them free passes and don't allow the traffic on the bases to create a big inning. Because if a big inning happens, what Minnesota has to guard against is that gap of runs that now their bullpen for the Yankees get to come in and play with. All right, what guy? We're talking with John Smoltz. You'll see him on the MLB Network tonight. The Yankee game is on the MLB Network for you folks tonight. 7 o'clock, MLB Network. You got a great, a great group there tonight. You got John, you got Costas, you got Verducci. All there tonight, 7 o'clock. If you looking at the lineups, you know them both well. What guy in the Yankee lineup do you not want to face in the big spot? Now, they're a little different this year in that they got they a couple are. of guys who have been good with two outs and runners in scoring position. LeMayu and Oshella have been especially good at that. Yeah. And in the past, they haven't been great at that. And they got the big, big swingers like Judge and Stanton, etc. Which guy do you, do you say, I'm worried, I don't want this guy to beat me? So if I'm facing the Yankees, and I know he's not been as hot as you would like, but he's had a ton of two-out home runs, Sanchez, to me, is the big thing that makes this engine. It's a lot of three-run homers. I'm telling you right now, if he expands the zone, then that's good for the pitcher. But if he shows early, he doesn't expand the zone, then it's not good for the pitcher because the Interesting guys... Choice. Interesting and I, choice. And I think he's so important, and I know he's battled some injuries. He has. You could go through that lineup and everybody... I've, I'm a huge fan of Torres. I have been Torres might be year. the best player on both teams. And I think this guy could be responsible oh. for two teams winning a World Series. I think he's a, he, absolutely the trade. And listen, I think 
from the day I heard about him, everyone said he was going to be a superstar. He's been a superstar since he got here. He the has. guy's a great player. Had a you great year. Played two positions. Hit 38 home runs. The guy's and he's 22 years old. What he does, which is unheard of. First of all, I, I, I can't name too many guys who come in as a rookie campaign and put pinstripes and do what they did in New York. He's got an aggressive, controlled swing. What I mean is it's aggressive early, but then he finds a way to battle and, and, and put the ball in play, and he's tremendous with runners in scoring position. But the Yankees lineup, with what they're able to do, if they're all healthy, it's like pitching in Colorado trying to get three outs in an inning. It's very difficult. So what you have to do is you can't give them any opportunities for the crooked number. I'm telling you, if I were pitching today, four solo home runs, I would feel good if I'm – if I'm pitching against the Yankees. As long as they're solos. As long as they're solos. And if you're, Minnes if you're the Yankees pitching in Minnesota, what guy in that lineup? I mean, everyone's going to talk about Cruz, of course, but who's in that lineup that you're going to be? I can't have this guy beat me. And, and they've got an interesting mix of guys. Uh, Sano is a completely different hitter now. The second half, Sano is like adding a new player. He made some mechanical adjustments with his, with his batting, and he is, he is now right there on the same cusp of, of, a, of a Nelson Cruz. But the guy to watch out for, both in the lineup and out of the lineup, is Arise, if he's healthy, because he makes contact, which is unbelievable. And then coming off the bench, they have a weapon in Austin Dio. Yep. And the ability to put the ball in play with runners in scoring position, I think is going to be one of those things that you might look back in the series and go, he brought a guy off the bench with a runner on third and less than two outs, almost guaranteeing he's going to make contact. How many teams can say that? Not a lot. Talking with John Smoltz. I always think upsets are going to happen in the playoffs because you get timely hitting and you outpitch the opponent. They, you don't come in and outslug a big team. Right. Minnesota is the one team that could come in and outslug the Yankees. They have that. They have a, they hit a million home runs. They hit top to bottom home runs. Everybody in the lineup hits. They could actually do that if their bullpen can get big outs. Their bullpen's underrated. Nobody and everyone says it is. Yeah. That, do you think that bullpen will stand up? I think it has the opportunity based on what it's done the last two months. Now. That's different said in Yankee Stadium right. in, in a tight game. Tough place to get out. Very tough place. But they have pitched under, like, they've outpitched the Yankees bullpen the last two months. Now, a I will still take the Yankees bullpen in, in the names right. and the experience. But I think for the Minnesota Twins, what would be interesting is I don't think you can outslug the Yankees because the Yankees are going to utilize their pen. I think if you just put enough pressure and hit the ball, at, let's just say the Yankees strike out 12 to 14 times every game that's right. going to be hard for them to win not saying they can't right but if the twins don't do that then they're they're in a they're in a spot to play spoiler for sure let me pick i'm not gonna ask you to pick this series since you're doing it uh but you already said you think minnesota's gonna play well hit let me pick your brain about a, a, other matchups first of all the braves took a hit last night they did. right they tried to battle back they had some monster home runs as tonight's matchup flarity and faulty what do you think i'll tell you what st louis got the hottest pitcher in baseball going they're set up to do the unthinkable when you think about the stretch run that are they you worried run. about the Braves after last night's hit? I'm not. No, no, and because the Braves have a unique offense, and, and and but they're going up against you know those are two hot pitchers going up. That series should go five in my opinion. But um, what what Atlanta has gained in last year's experience will will benefit them. But Houston, with, ex, with the exception of Houston, I think the pitching in in general, if you get enough pitching out of your starters. That's the team I think is going to go the farthest. Well, I think Washington right now has got to win tonight with Strasburg. Yes, they do. And the guy faced Kershaw. First of all, is Kershaw, you know, is he – I don't want to say he's Kershaw because let's be honest, 
Kershaw, who is the best regular season pitcher of the last 20 years, clearly, has never been great in the postseason. He's always made the one pitch that kills him in the postseason. I think the biggest thing about Clayton not having really ever talked to him about it is that he wanted to carry the club so bad and carry the mantle and the pressure of everything that when he pitched, I think you can, I think you can try so hard that at, at times it backfires. And he never got hit hard. It's just no. that he'd get one inning. One inning, two walks, and Adams hits a home yep. run. Uh, I, you know, two walks and a bad pitch, and then all of a sudden he gave him three or four runs. I think adjusting to the new style of how they used him this year, Bueller is obviously their Dodgers new. Dodgers are good. They are very good. Very good. I think Kershaw has adapted, and the pressure's off, and it might actually help him Strasburg's in the postseason. Strasburg's good, though. This is, he's really Everyone's good. been waiting for this, including myself, for C. Strasburg pitch in the postseason because of what he can do. And, and the short stint of so far of what he's done. Yeah, three innings were great the other night. Unbelievable. A- absolutely. So uh, you think the Braves will be okay, bounce back off, the, off that game the other day. Uh, Houston, Tampa. Tampa's amazing just to be here. We, we know that. And Morton's, you know, he gutted through that game without his curveball. He couldn't even get his curveball over yeah. and he got through five innings. Uh, but Houston, that's going to be a tough, tough series. I'm telling you, you because think it, you think it is because they have so much pitching. Houston, though, that I, starting pitching is crazy. But what what Tampa is going to do is going to be, you know, I've been in Houston and playing golf when the Nats are so bad that you just can't even stand it. Right. That's what the feeling of the Rays are going to be. They're going to feel <laughs> like Nats that are just you can't get rid of them because they have the ability to make the series look ugly and find ways to get a big hit, and they're going to play them nip and tuck, I'm telling you. It may not work out in the end because of what you said. Houston has more depth in their rotation. They don't have to rely on their bullpen as much, but it's going to be a nasty series. I know their owner well, and I'll tell you, no team I've ever seen in baseball uses a 25-man roster every day better than they do. They want to use the whole roster every day. I mean, that's their plan to use the whole roster every day. You know, four years ago, maybe it was more about, hey, if they're talking about the Rays, that's good. But now what they're doing, you can't just say, let's just talk about the uniqueness of them. No, it's real. What they're doing is absolutely unbelievable. And they've changed their franchise this year. If they didn't have injuries to their starting rotation, they would look more prototypical to the Houston Astros because of Snell and Glasnow and Morton. They added some strength in their rotation, whereas their bullpen was so blown out last year. The combination of those guys make them a better club. What concerns you, if anything, about the Yankees? I think the biggest thing would be the lack of patience because the pressure is so hard on Aaron Boone to get to the bullpen that you're going to want to bring those guys in so much. And if you have short series, it's not going to matter. But if the series drag out, the longer this goes, the harder it is for that formula. Look, when the Yankees left spring training, everyone knew they were going to win because of their bullpens and their offense. And it felt they get some surprises along the way. Now, they've take some, taken some hits. Herman, that's a big hit, not being able to pitch. Severino not Severino coming back. back. It, you know, coming back. Right. But I think the biggest, the only concern I would have is there's so much pressure with the lead in the fifth inning to get those boys up and in that – the Kansas City Royals are the closest. Well, the Yankees have a better pen than the Royals did, but you know how the Royals won the 2015. People forget. Yeah. They won it with those four relievers, but they won it in four games the first series, four games the second series, and five games the third series. Yep. You can do that. But if you don't win short series and you it go gets deep, exposed. it gets exposed a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Uh, is Houston, in your mind, the best team? They have the advantage just because of some of those particulars in the rotation. I, I, I think they, they – they hide a few of their weaknesses better because of that. But I think overall strength of, of a bullpen, I don't think anyone gets better than the Yankees. Can, who can beat the Dodgers in the National League? I think any, any of those teams can you beat the Dodgers. You think they can? Yeah. Because here's what's happened. 
The Dodgers are clear, clearly the favorites. They were really the favorites after April, May, and then June came and teams started getting closer. And the Braves made some trades and they started getting closer. Washington starters make them dangerous. So they're still the favorite. Um, but a best-of-five series is, the, is their major hurdle. Just like the best-of-five series here is the major hurdle because it's – I wish it was best-of-seven, to be honest with you. I, I never liked best-of-five. It's too much of a coin flip. Game one's so important. So um, that's, that's how I see the postseason. I would not be shocked. I don't think – I think it would be easier to pick – I think it would be easier to pick the NCAA bracket of 64 teams than it is to try to pick this short tournament. Unbelievable. Listen, you'll see him tonight, John Smoltz with Costas and Verducci, MLB Network, 7 o'clock. Thanks for coming down. I My appreciate pleasure. it. Thank yep. you.